Hello, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Anna Loder from readabook.com.au. I'm a lifelong reader and book lover and a long-time book club member. 15 years, I can't believe it. I've been a bookseller for 13 and now I'm a reviewer and blogger. This is a weekly podcast celebrating that love of books and reading. I'm so excited to be in your ears today. Before we get started, can I quickly pay my respects to the Darawal people of the Uyora Nation, the traditional custodians of the land on which I work, play, read and live on. Along with the traditional owners of the lands throughout Australia, I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Let's get started. You've had over 3 billion global streams on your music. Mm-hmm. So you are just going all out. I cannot believe that you had the time to talk with me this morning. It's such an honour. It's my pleasure. Just fantastic. Thank you. Two books in less than two years. I think they're a year apart, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So Selfless came out last year, 2021, and Relentless just came out. I can see it's behind you there. (laughs) So It was so much fun. Yeah. The dystopian fantasy is not my normal jam at all, but gosh, I enjoyed it. The story is unreal. I kind of think of it more as speculative fiction because I suppose the dystopian element of it is not as in your face as it is in other books. I would almost think of it more of a utopian fiction, if you think right. about it. Because oh, the trouble is more with the lingo. Okay. A utopia. But, yeah, so I, I kind of think of it as speculative fiction, but it's much easier for people to understand. If you say dystopian, they go, oh, this is a particular Oh, no, tell me more. Like, that's unreal. So that's yeah. you don't know what's happened to the world? Or... No, no, speculative fiction is just speculating on possible realities. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. I'm so sorry. No, don't apologise at all. So it's just the idea of like the what if, I guess, what if fiction, if you had to boil it down. Well, you're speculating on what would happen if. Exactly. That makes perfect sense. (laughs) But wow, oh gosh, I loved it and I definitely have to read more. So this is going to be a trilogy. You've got another one coming next year. Yes. So there's a third book. I'm not sure if it's going to come out next year because I'm working on a different book from a different series at the moment ah, right. and I'm working on um, a couple of other a movie script and a, and a television script too so I have a couple of pots on my stove uh, although I love selfless it's kind of fun to be dabbling in something different just to sort of refresh a little wow. bit you must never sleep oh my goodness <laughs> I wanted to I just get up early good yeah But I think that's the beauty of it. So you're a multidisciplinarian artist. You've got the music, the artwork as well that's all featured Mm -hmm. in the books. I love the way that it all culminates in just a really good story. It's unreal. Is this something, the cross-platform experience that you're providing? I've never had it before. 20 years too old? Like, it's just unreal. It's so I don't think anyone's really done it like how I have done it. I always say I'm a very obsessive person. I've always been quite obsessive. So if I like something, I really like it. And I kind of Mm -hmm. want to immerse myself like in a blatant magic faraway tree series. I used to like try and make my own recipes or find recipes close to the foods that they were eating in the Mm -hmm. magical world, Mm -hmm. really like eat them while I was reading to have this like 4D experience. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of I suppose I never left that. I always wanted to be fully immersed and I prefer books, like books are my primary form of entertainment over film or television to watch. I would rather be reading a book because you have that imaginative element that I really enjoy. But, of course, music 
is similar to a book. It doesn't necessarily provide you with a specific visual rule. You, You're creating your own. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can kind of see your own world however you see it. So I have always been making music and loving music and I've always been writing stories. And, and when I was younger, I was listening to music and writing short stories to other people's songs or writing songs for the books that I was reading. And I was just doing that for fun, like when I was a teenager. And then as I got a bit older, I'm like, oh, stuff that. I'm going to do it for myself. I'm going to write my own stories and write the music to accompany them or write the songs and then actually flesh out what the story is behind that. That's kind of the inception of the concept as a whole. As the cross-platform experience that you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think if I like that, then surely other people would like it too or there'll be at least one other person that would enjoy it. Oh, I just loved it. It's so immersive and it's just great. But it must be one way at least that you get to explore your themes to a deeper level so I think all of your well all that I listen to and all that I've read so far is very much you're interested in leaders control and isolation and very much the idea of the outsider which is just these are big themes that are all the better for the cross-platform experience in delving into it's unreal yeah thank you they are big themes and I think sometimes people get a bit lost with big themes and they'll just kind of throw it out there and have like a song about a thing and then the next song's about something else and that's yeah. why that's how people want to do it but I think that for people to really connect it's important mm-hmm. to to sort of look at how things exist in a multifaceted way and mm-hmm. emotions are very complex and multifaceted and we're not simple human beings are not simple mm-hmm. creatures Mm-mm. so I think it's a bit reductive to just sort of put it down to like yeah one song or one book and and the idea of control being in control out of control self-control being controlled that is a pretty core theme that mm-hmm. other sort of sub themes can spin off Mm-hmm. And and it's always something that's interested me because I think that as humans we're we're constantly in this dichotomy between wanting to have control and not being controlled and also mm-hmm. enjoying not having to be making all the decisions all the time. It's quite complex. Mm-hmm. And if you are somebody that often does speak up or have an opinion or have a strong sense of identity, that can often leave you feeling a little on the outside because there are a lot of people that just go with the flow or who don't mm-hmm. know who they are or who are too embarrassed mm-hmm. um, of who they are, just so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you've given me so much to think about. And (laughs) through the prism of Teddy, it's just been unreal, I think. (laughs) Good job. Well done, you. Teddy is just so relatable and such a honey. She's such a great hero of the books. How did you come to even create her? She's unreal. I think Teddy, to me, sort of sums up the adolescent experience. Mm -hmm. She's got the strength of who she thinks she is. Mm-hmm. mixed with the self-doubt of who she thinks she should be. And I think that's at the core of, of who she is. She's kind of always at war with herself because she wants to be one way, um, but she also needs to be another way. And I, I like that about her. And I like how we get to go on the journey and she makes some great decisions and she makes some pretty average decisions. She sure and does. that's by yeah. design. It's not to annoy the reader or to sh- to make her be flaky. It's to really no. highlight the fact that she... Haven't we all d- made some shocking decisions and some good ones? Exactly. Well? 
especially when we're when we're young and when we're teenagers and she goes through some revelations that most people wouldn't experience and that's quite shocking unto itself mm-hmm. you know having her entire world turned upside down essentially mm. yeah I, I just I loved her and want more she was great awesome <laughs> So you mentioned before with the faraway tree, always have been a reader, and I guess you're reading now, although I don't see how you have the time. <laughs> I read every day. You must I read not every sleep. day my entire life. No, I I usually I'm, I'm pretty rigid with how I uh, have my days, even when I'm traveling. I, I have a bit of a schedule that I try to stick to for the most part. So I, I try to read about an hour a day, usually after lunch. Yeah, I'll, I'll have like a reading session sometimes I'll just read if I'm really getting into a book after lunch yeah (laughs) it gives you a chance to rest we get back to work I like it it kind of resets you or if you're about to like clock off which sometimes I I take afternoons off um I'll just read and then if I'm really enjoying it I'll just keep reading and then all of a sudden it's dinner time and I'm like finished Such a good way to spend the afternoon. But no, I just, yeah, uh, like yeah. you, it's a great chance to reset, extend the lunch break, I guess. <laughs> it is, it is, especially on a, on a sunny day when you can get outside. It's very nice. There is nothing better than that winter afternoon sun. You must mm-hmm. just be so good with your time. I suppose it's, it's like I said before, it's just a matter of, of being quite rigid. I go to bed pretty early. I go to bed about 9.30 and I get up about 6. Yes. So I do sleep. Um, I really value my sleep, but I, I try to just get up and get into the day. I think that people have a misconception that because you get up early, it means that you love getting up early and you're a morning person. And I do love getting up early, but I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily a morning person. I'm not like jumping down the stairs, like shouting hooray. I just get up, do my exercise come back and work and I usually work until lunchtime it's not very good I should take more breaks but I have a sit down stand up desk which is lucky so I can stand up and alternate my posture but when I'm in the flow and then I find it very difficult and then usually after lunch after my reading time that's when I'll go to the studio and do any music work that needs to be done song recording social stuff and whatnot and then yeah then I'm free to do other creative pursuits because I've got to constantly be doing things to refill my creative well as I yeah I think gosh the ideas that you have and the creativity that you're bringing to the world I don't know you must be constantly just refilling it's unbelievable what you get done yeah it's very exciting it can be overwhelming sometimes because I have so many ideas I just want them all done now because then there's so many more ideas (laughs) that can Mm. sometimes become a little overwhelming but sometimes I'll just write, like I'll come back and I'll write all day and then in the evening when I would normally be reading or, or doing some sewing or something, then I'll just come back and keep writing if I'm, I'm feeling like it. But I'm pretty strict with my bedtime because one late night can really throw you off and it takes about yeah. a week for me to reset and it's not Of course, if you're not it. giving yourself any catch-up time and if you are yeah. just getting straight into it, yeah. Yeah, and time is very precious and I yeah. and I find that when you when you have a good handle on, on what you're doing with your time, you can actually make time for things like this or having lunch with people and going to meetings and, and spending time with family and stuff. It's very easy to sort of schedule it, which some people are like, oh, how horrible, how uncreative. But I find that oh, when no, I know what I have to do with my time, yeah. It's, it, yeah, it allows me to be completely free in my creative time with yeah. no worries because 
I'm like, well, this is this time. I'm not feeling guilty yeah. for not doing other work or not doing other things. Such a great insight. Thank you. A little bit about your tour that you've got coming up. Yeah, so I'm going on tour with an English band called Entry Curry, which is very exciting. All around the US, about 28 shows. Wow. And I'm playing in Chicago at Riot Fest, which is a music festival there, which is going to be pretty cool. The tour is exciting because I'm getting to play in some areas that I've never been to, let alone had an opportunity to play. And I have lots of fans in America and especially in those sort of in the Midwest region. So I'm very excited to be able to actually get there and see people. I really love my fans, my music fans, my book fans, all all the people that I have fallen in love with Teddy and the world and, and found a connection with the music that it blows me away and it's really moving but it also kind of buoys me in a sense because I'm like yeah I'm, I'm what I'm doing is not just for me it's really connecting with completely resonating and connecting with other people yeah, yeah. and other outsiders. it's unreal yeah. yeah exactly oh you're doing such a great job I'm just completely in awe of you I think it's <laughs> This one was just so fun, so fast paced, such a page turner. I just have you finished it? You finished yes, it? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and need more. So. <laughs> it does, it ends on a bit of a, a twist. <laughs> oh my goodness, tell me about it. Definitely need it resolved. <laughs> I know. There will be, eventually. I know. And all the better for the wait, I think, as well, when you think. Yeah. I've written the first draft of the next book, so I know where it's going, which puts me in a position of power. Oh, well, I completely enjoyed the experience. I cannot wait for more. I loved your music as well. Like, it it really does all interconnect, and it was just wonderful. I mean, I'm so glad to hear that and that you, you found the cohesion. That's, yeah. that's what I want. No, completely immersive. It was unreal. Thank you so much. I'm very lucky. My fans are amazing. They're called the outsiders. I know. And, um, which leads into <laughs> yeah. the self <laughs> yeah. It's all intertwined. The, the name of the outsiders for the fans came up a long time before they even knew what was going to be happening in Selfless and Relentless. So that's kind of exciting to me. I like things to be all integrated and intertwined. You are everywhere on social media and very easy to find. People can find me online, anywhere. Very easily, everywhere, everywhere. And and reach out. I'm pretty good with getting back to messages. I try. There's a lot. So I try to get back within a a timely fashion. But the best way to kind of, if somebody's read the book and they want to tell me that they read it, then if you just tag me, that's probably the easiest way. I love tagging. Yeah, absolutely. And on Goodreads, I think you've got so many five-star reviews on Goodreads. It was unreal. Very exciting. I try not to look at the reviews too much, but... um, Oh, you should. They're all fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'll take pink. Oh, loved it. Loved it. Cannot wait for more. And quick, just quickly, like, so, how come you've slotted out of the the slash? It's killing me. It should. It should. Uh, Two reasons. One, I wanted to stand alone. Yeah. As its own special first one, and two, it is also a little bit harder to find a book with a forward slash in it. So it was partly for that. And partly because I wanted selfless to to stand alone, stand on its own. Right about. Yeah, yeah, and it would have made relentless really long across the yeah, time. Yeah, that's true too. But I'm not getting rid of the less. Love the less. <laughs> <laughs> just, just so incredible. Excellent. Well, 
Thank you very much. So much for chatting with me, Anna. Oh really my, thank you so much. Excellent. Have a great day. Thank you. I hope you do too. Thank you. Okay, so that's it for this conversation. Thank you so much for joining me. Please leave a review wherever you can, but especially where you found my Readable podcast. If you'd like more connection, please head on over to thereadable.com.au. There's plenty of book reviews and recommendations there. And that's also where you'll find my blog. And I would love, love, love to welcome you into our community. There's a membership page on readable.com.au. There are three levels. The first is free. And I'm so hoping that you would like to help me build my online community where we can enjoy reading more together. Thank you.